Hey you guys, so I wanted to do a podcast about Nicki Minaj and this woman from the UK who used to be in some UK group. I don't know, I don't really fully know too much about British music. When I was a little girl, I used to watch S Club 7, but that's about it. So, um, I like that one song, like Dua Dua Lipe, Dua Lupa, or however you say her name. One, don't wake up the phone. Don't pick up the phone. You know he's only calling because he's drunk and alone. She's from the UK. I like her. I like that song. That's about it. Um, but yeah, Nicki Minaj basically stood up for this woman's quote unquote black fishing. And you could look it up. I don't really care that much, but I'm bringing the whole thing up because. Basically, I agree with Nicki Minaj, but I did see a video from Impressive that was interesting. So the Impressive channel is a YouTube channel where it's this woman. She says she's Nigerian, but she's anonymous. She doesn't show her face, but she does celebrity commentary. And she did a good breakdown of everything that happened. And basically, she said that um, the one of the reasons why one of the members of this British woman's group who had tanned herself and gotten fuller lips and uh, made her hair bigger. Um, The reason why people had an issue with it was mainly because the black women out in the UK don't get really get love for having those features, but a white woman can. And my whole thing with that is if you don't like the UK, just leave, just leave. I know this is controversial, but it is what it is. Like at the end of the day, UK is in Europe. It is a European country. They're going to embrace and accept their own European people more than other groups of people. I've seen this one lady saying, oh, you know, the black member or the biracial member of the group was saying how she hates being the least favorite. You are the least favorite. You're in a white country and you're not white. You know, just because black people are more accepting of mixed race people and even non-black people than they are their own people, which makes absolutely no sense doesn't mean you should accept or expect that in other countries. If you are a black artist and you go to China or any non-black country, don't expect to be the number one artist. You will never be. Because other groups of people promote and uplift their own culture and community first and foremost. Not other people's cultures, not other people's community. So just because black people do that doesn't mean you should expect other people to do the same thing. That's ridiculous and stupid. You should not expect that. For me, my whole way of looking at it is, look, if you, if if black people think the answer to quote unquote black fishing is telling white women how to dress and how to look, they're foolish. Just because you're hurt doesn't mean you're right. And I think a lot of times people feel like because they're the victim, they're in the right. No, there's different ways to solve problems. So a lot of black women will have a problem with white women getting praised for wearing braids or perming their hair or getting a tan or getting lip filler, while black women will have those features naturally and not get praised, which they don't have those features naturally. Makes women have those features naturally. And do get praised, actually. Because someone like Kehlani, who looks more like Azalea Banks when she's tan, 
or any of these white women when they're tan, Kehlani is doing very well for herself. It's black women who are not racially ambiguous, who are told to bleach themselves and wear lace fronts all day, every day to look more racially ambiguous as well. But while white women will enjoy looking racially ambiguous, a lot of black women won't enjoy the skin bleaching. Maybe because skin bleaching is just a more intense and more dangerous process than tanning. I don't know. But I know a lot of black women have a problem with bleaching and a lot of white women do not have a problem with tanning. So, and a lot of black women will have an issue with getting surgery done to their face, like getting a nose job, and white women will not. A lot of black women would not want to get a lip reduction, but a lot of white a lot of black women wouldn't, but a lot of white women have no problem getting lip filler. I have no idea why white women have an easier time with body modifications than black women. Um or even Hispanic women. I see a lot of Hispanic women, mixed race women basically who will get all these surgeries, but a lot of black women are now starting to get BBLs if they don't have naturally big butts. But that's because big butts have always been considered attractive in the black community. And most black women have big butts and it's considered like a black feature. So if you get it, it's like you're still staying within your culture. So a lot of black women are, if they're, not that curvy, they're very comfortable to get a BBL if they can afford it. But when it comes down and wearing weaves and wigs, black women have been doing that for a very long time, so they're comfortable with that too. Many, not all, but the ones who get it are comfortable with it. But when it comes to getting a nose job or when it comes to getting skin bleaching or when it comes to just doing things to make you look more racially ambiguous aside from a weave they don't have they don't like it but other races of women are okay with it i know a lot of middle eastern women who've gotten nose jobs a lot of white women who've gotten nose jobs a lot of white women who tan a lot of white women who perm their hair just a lot of people who do things to make themselves look like they're of another ethnicity. And so I don't think people should feel pressure to do that. But if doing that is going to help your career, you can do it or you cannot do it. But I don't think it makes sense to criticize someone who's chosen to alter their appearance to further their career because that's their right. And you have the same opportunity. You're just choosing not to do it, which is fine. But then you have to deal with what comes with that, which I think that sucks. But a great way to deal with that would be, okay, I don't want to look more racially ambiguous because I like being black. Well, then black people are going to have to start supporting other black people. Like I follow some black artists, um, online that I don't even listen to because they're black women. Um, I like Ari Lennox. I actually really do like her, but a lot of the black women out there now, like Jasmine Sullivan, I just am not a big fan of her music, especially her newer music. I'm just not a big fan of it. She, to me, makes neo-soul. I wouldn't even consider it R&B. It's more like neo-soul. I think she's from Philadelphia. They make that type of music. She does have... Yeah, she is. She has that Philadelphia sound. 
Um, I'm just not into it, but I still follow her. And there are quite a few other, Seven Streeter. I just don't like her music. I feel like it's that new R&B music. And the only new R&B music that I can listen to is Kaylani because I like her wordplay a lot. And I think she actually does have a pretty soulful voice. Um, whereas Seven Streeter, she just sounds like these little kids now. Like, I don't know. It's not soulful enough. Like, I need some soul. I need to, like, hear some emotion in that voice. Like, I don't want to hear no teeny bopper music. You know what I mean? And I just feel like her music is real teeny bopper. But I still follow her because she's a black woman. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that because I know a lot of white women who will support other white women even though they're not in love with them either. So I just seen a video on TikTok where a white woman was like, oh, Kylie Jenner is feeling devastated after her negative reviews over her clothing line or whatever it is, um, over her swimwear line. And she's getting so much hate and people are being so mean to her. being mean to her they bought a product the product sucked and they're giving negative reviews and they're returning it that's what every company goes through if they're not hating on kylie jenner and the journalist was like you guys are so right but she said in the video like oh kylie has anxiety kylie is so so sad like kylie's getting so much hate and she's not getting any hate She's literally, I haven't heard one person say one bad thing about Kylie Jenner. They're just saying that the products were cheap and ugly and they suck. And they don't want them because they spend a lot of money on it. And you can't even get in the water because your nipples and your vagina and your butt crack will be naked, basically. Like in most states, it won't even be legal to be on the beach with it. If you can see the nipples in the vagina, you'll get a ticket. Or could even go to jail. That's a decent exposure. So... You think people are going to spend their hard-earned money on something that they can just take pictures in when they're a regular person? You can't even go out in public with it unless you're getting in water and you can't get in water in it? What's the point of that? That's stupid. So I guess they took their pictures and then returned it and wrote a bad review. And I see nothing wrong with that. And then did their TikTok video saying how bad it was. I see nothing wrong with that. Like I saw women on TikTok trying to show the bikini and they had to wear like bodysuits just to show the bikini. If you have to wear a body shoot just to show a bikini, the bikini is useless. And if someone's paying like hundreds of dollars or if they're paying even $10, that's a waste of money. So it was not a negative review. But the person who made the video, a white woman, sticking by another white woman. And I see nothing wrong with that. Now me, I'm going to be honest because I have no implicit biases in favor for or against Kylie Jenner. So I could just be honest. But if I was an ally to Kylie Jenner or was in the same community as Kylie Jenner, I would have her back the same way and say everybody's just hating on her. Because that's what you do when you stick in together with your own people. And that's how you uplift yourself and each other. Black women specifically, not black people, but black women specifically, are the only group of people in this world who don't have any group of people who just have their back unconditionally, even when we're wrong. It's always, well, you should have known better, even when you make mistakes. Whereas with black men, we kind of coddle them and make excuses and blame the white man and blame whatever. They'll blame the devil. They'll say he was possessed or it was a generational curse before they blame the black man. And I think that that's really ridiculous, but they get that sort of loyalty and support, which sometimes we all need it. Whereas with black women 
in all aspects of life, whether it be healthcare, the judicial system, social services, work, education, school, you know, school is education, um, friends, family, romantic relationships, every aspect of our lives is so discriminated against. And you have pretty much no allies. And to me, I don't think that that's very safe. I don't think that's safe. I don't think that's good. I think in the long run, it's imperative that black women just support other black women. If that black artist in the UK would have had every black woman in the UK support looking like herself, she would not have felt like I she had the skin bleach in order to have some success. If you have a core audience, even if it's not the biggest audience in the world, if you get every black woman in that country to watch that woman and support her because she's really talented, you're going to have a lot of support. But the fact of the matter is black women who have black women as supporters, like Chrisette Michelle, for example, very fickle. Black women will make excuses for Kanye West all day, every day. Even though he doesn't like black women, he doesn't respect black women, he doesn't date black women, he's not married to a black woman, they still will support him. But then when Chrisette Michelle performed for the president of the country, who was Donald Trump, they canceled her. She just went to work. Just because she went to work for someone you think is racist, we all work for racists. What person you know don't work for a racist? Where where, where y'all working at? Because I want to apply. We all work for people who are racist. That's life. But at the end of the day, when you are a working person, you go to work for money, not because you like who you work for. I know I sure the hell don't. So I don't see what the problem was, but people had a problem with it until they canceled her. But who benefited from that? I just had to taste some of the coffee and it tasted disgusting. But yeah, I um I made some coffee and it tasted nasty. But yeah, to get back to um what I was saying, who benefits when black women have no allies? Not black women. So we have to basically create our own thing and stand up for ourselves and other people will follow. You know, it's like the LGBTQ plus community. They started off with no allies, zero. Um, people just talking negatively about them and how they were living their life and saying it was a sin and that it was mental illness and that it was um, the way to spread diseases like HIV. To now, they got their own month, they have their own flag, they have their own parades, they have legal rights, and they have a lot of support on social media and in the real world. And people in LGBTQ plus still go through a lot, but at the end of the day, they are people who have a strong community and a strong following that they can fall back on, which I think is imperative because you don't want to be in a situation where you're out here by yourself. And in the LGBTQ plus, they have their community because they stood up for themselves and stuck together and eventually other people follow suit. So I know for a fact, black women can do the same. At the end of the day, like in Asia, 
Asian women go through a lot of discrimination. And what do they do when they get out of Asia or even while they're in Asia? They'll date white men all the time, marry them. You know, they get divested. They didn't make an announcement. We're divested, but we all see Asian women with non-Asian men every day, right? They said, we're going through a lot with our men, so we're going to date men who are not going to put us through so much. Plain and simple. You don't have to make a PSA explaining, like, oh, I'm not going to date, you know, my own men in my community anymore. You don't owe anyone that. But that's what they do. And I think that that's a good thing. You know, they get their education. They go to work. They get in their relationships. And they do them. Asian women have leveled all the way up. Like, they are doing their thing. And I think that that's a good thing. You know, and black women can do the same thing. Just because, and Asian women don't get a lot of media representation in the U.S. And there's a decent amount of Asian women in the U.S., and they're not happy about it, but they're still living their lives and they still have very strong communities. And it starts with you. Like you I think the way to deal with quote unquote cultural appropriation is to say, Okay, I don't like the fact that this journalist could wear braids to work, but me as a black woman I can't. So what's gonna happen? Now all y'all could wear braids to work. So it shouldn't be an issue that the white woman is wearing braids to work. Just it should be like, yes, finally. So now we can all wear it and we can show people how it started and how it's really done. I don't think it should be an issue if a white woman is rapping. It should be like, well, y'all support that white woman, so support me too. I think elements of our culture as black people getting popularized is a good thing. I think it's a good. You know, I would rather see white women tan and you know, be engulfed in the black culture. That way it could be more mainstream. I don't like it if they take credit for it, but now with social media, you can always cite cite sources and things like that. I don't think it makes sense to just be like upset about stuff that you can't control rather than seeing the good associated with, associated with it. Also, I think, you know, I get it because black people in the UK and in America are a minority whereas in places like Jamaica they're the majority and in Jamaica they like it when you assimilate to their culture and I think that's because they dominate the culture black people when you say Jamaican people just assume black when Jamaica is a pretty diverse country um versus when you um are trying to assimilate into black American culture or black Canadian culture or black British culture People can and often do get offended by that. And I get it because it's like they're trying to fit into your culture. And now when it's convenient to you, you're saying, no, actually, I do think your culture is cool. Even though I told you you were a savage this whole time for doing certain things that are culturally normative for you. But I want to do it. So now it's okay. I get how that can be triggering. But I don't think the way to handle that is to just say they're wrong. I think it's just to say oh, now you finally realize that our culture is lit? Okay, well, now we're going to really show you how it is. I think there's a better way to deal with the cultural appropriation argument. It was the same thing with Kylie Jenner. Oh, Kylie Jenner got made a billion dollars for having big lips, but we all have big lips. Well, she didn't make a billion dollars. First of all, she lied, at least according to Forbes. That was number one. Number two... 
it just gassed her head up because Travis Scott even wrote a verse in his song, you know, baby mama got these bitches shook or something like that because she made the billion dollars. And it was a black man basically shading black women for being upset that Kylie Jenner made a billion dollars off of having big lips when black women have gotten shitted on for having big lips. But how does that make you feel? Now you're looking stupid because your own, your men, quote unquote, is siding with the women that you're feeling like are being effed up to you in some type of way. Why not instead say, well... You see the popularity in Kylie Jenner. Why not get this lipstick from the originator of the big lip? (laughs) You know, or something like that. Like, I feel like there's a way to flip it and make it more positive rather than being sappy and crying because life isn't fair. Because to me, I look at it like this. There's people starving in this world, but am I going to apologize because I have a a refrigerator full of food? No. And you crying and saying it's not fair that you have food when I don't. I don't give two shits that you don't have food. That's not my fault. I didn't make it so that, I mean, it might be a systemic reason why you don't have, but I still don't care. Like, if a librarian, for example, were to get mad at me because I'm African-American and, like, all their presidents have been African-American up until recently, because um, a lot they had, like, 16,000 African-Americans who went to Liberia after slavery, um, what I feel like, oh, well, since the African-Americans did so much to your people, I feel guilty about it to the native um, Afri- West Africans. I feel guilty about it. And I have more than y'all. Like some of y'all don't have no food. So now I feel sad. Like I should, you right. I should give you my food because I got too much food in my fridge. And like, I'm so sad. I feel bad for you. No, ain't nobody about to do that. I'm not about to apologize for my privileges just because you lack some. And just because people who look like me took certain things away. Or maybe I might do or say a condescending thing here or there that makes you feel bad. So now I got to apologize. No, I'm living my life. I'm doing me. Everybody's going to do them. Everybody does whatever the F they want. And you crying, whining, and complaining, it just makes you look like a jealous, insecure hater when you don't have to be. You might have legitimate reasons for why you feel the way you feel, but that doesn't mean that your solution is the best one. Maybe your solution is the worst one, and that's why you're in this situation to begin with. Like, Black people never think about how elements of our culture coincide with white supremacy and that's why we're victims of it they never think of the part that we as a culture play in white supremacy and how we suffer from white supremacy not only because of white races but because of black ignorance they never think about the element of us not sticking together and how that benefits white supremacists and their superiority because we're the only group that's not doing teamwork while everybody else is. They want to sit back and cry and whine. Oh, why is it okay when you dress up and do black things but not me? Because she's white and she's in the UK and she can do whatever she wants because her white people going to support her. Just like if you, a black person, go to a predominantly black nation you should be able to do whatever you want and still get support from your people how about instead of telling her to change why don't you and yours change because she's winning so maybe 
just maybe she and her people are doing something right instead of just accusing everybody else of being wrong because you're hurt. Why don't you look in the mirror and see that your culture is wrong and that's why you're always hurt alongside with the fact that her culture sees that and takes advantage. Because to me, like even you go as far back as colonialization and slavery, I don't think that that just happened by coincidence or by accident because the Europeans tried very hard to colonize Asia and they were able to colonize India, the English colonized India. And I believe they, they, they rented Hong Kong for like 500 years, I was told, in high school. I don't know if that was true. I didn't look it up, but my school teacher told me that. And then they gave it back after 500 years. Um, but they could not colonize all of China. But they did try. This I know. And same thing with Japan and other parts of Asia. They did try. So why is it that they were not able, the Europeans by and large, were not able to colonize all of Asia, but yet they were able to colonize the vast majority of Africa, except one country. And the answer to that is culture. There were major cultural differences because the Europeans had their same technique and their same mentality going into both places. So you can't just blame it all on the Europeans. The Africans played a part in their own demise as far as their culture, their land, and their people. It's not only the Europeans doing everything. And why is it that the Chinese are now buying up everything in every predominantly black country more than even in other places? Because they're buying up everything everywhere. But definitely in predominantly black countries, they're buying stuff. And then people want to get mad and say, oh, the Chinese man is, is doing the wrong, doing wrong. Maybe you're wrong. You ever think about that? Just because you're hurt doesn't mean you're right. And that's the issue I have with cultural appropriation, the argument behind it. Just because you're hurt doesn't mean you're right. Yes, it's unfair that she's more privileged than you. Life is not fair. That doesn't mean that she has to do what you say to make you feel better about it. It's still not going to be fair even if she does give you everything that you want. Which ain't going to happen. So, that's how I feel about it. And I know for a fact most of my opinions are controversial. I have a very unique perspective on most things. But I just am wholeheartedly someone who believes in logic, reasoning. I think if it's okay for a black woman to wear a blonde wig, which you can say black people have blonde hair... But at the end of the day, the black woman with the blonde wig does not. That's a wig. It's fake. And she's copying the people that she knows who have blonde hair who are mostly white. Okay? We can talk about aboriginals from Oceania, but ain't no African Americans hanging out with people from Oceania. I'm sorry. They're just not. Okay? We're hanging out with white people who have blonde hair or mixed race people of European descent with blonde hair. Not people from Oceania. It's too damn far. And that's just the truth. So if it's okay for the black woman to appropriate or assimilate into white culture, 
what's good for the goose is always going to be good for the gander. And even if it wasn't okay, it still is going to happen because we cannot control anyone else's body, period. But we can control ourselves. That's what we can do. We can control ourselves and we can control our culture and we can change how we treat each other. And that would make all the difference to the point where it really wouldn't matter what the next person was doing because we're doing what we're supposed to be doing. Just like in China, Chinese people are not that accepted in mainstream Western culture and African cultures and Arab cultures. They're not accepted. They're not the face of beauty anywhere. But in their culture, they can promote the fair skin, thin, long haired Chinese woman and make her like the beauty queen of the world. Even though in the U.S. we don't even barely see women who look like that on any advertisements for anything. Like, I can't think of the last time I saw anything with, like, a bunch of Asian women on the cover. I'm talking about an ad, like, for insurance or anything. Like, I, it doesn't matter even if I'm in an Asian neighborhood. If it's not an Asian company, I'm not going to see a bunch of Asian women in the ads. I'm just not. And that's interesting because I I do see advertisements with loads of black women, which is fine because we've been here way longer, so we deserve it. But yet and still, regardless, I'll see a disabled person on an ad before I see an Asian person on an ad. I'll see a Hispanic person on an ad before I see an Asian person on an ad. And that's not because... I mean, yeah, there are more of those people, you could say that, but what about, you know, areas where there are more Asian people? They still are underrepresented in our media, and that has been researched. But what do they do? They have their own media. Oh, you don't want to represent me? Okay. They make K-pop popular here in the U.S. Why is K-pop popular? Are they? I don't even listen to K-pop. Are they speaking English? I don't know. I don't know what they study. I think they speak in Korean. I don't know. I ain't never heard no K-pop. But I heard of the genre because they made their own people popular. They weren't waiting on other people who clearly don't like them to make them pop. Okay, so in the UK, you're not really getting no attention. That sucks. Um, You want to go to Jamaica? You want to go to Senegal? You want Oh, the infrastructure isn't good? Well, maybe they should work on that so you can go there and get love from your own kind, from your own people, instead of feeling like other people owe you something when they don't. You know, that's my whole thing, because I just really believe you can't control anybody but yourself. So, I, again, I know that's controversial. People want to tell other people how to think and feel and act. I say good luck with that. Because if you can't control yourself, how are you going to control somebody else? Start working on you. Try to change you before you try to change the next person. So, that's how I feel. Later.